Okay, let's get started. Yesterday's stuff was number uh, 75. Today is 76. We'll do a review of yesterday's stuff. We're chazering yesterday's stuff, stuff ayin hey. And we'll have a mind for Shlema for Adas Basronia, Amy Bastvora, uh, Yehudis Basara, and Rachaleya Basara. Okay. And anyone else who needs a refuel. Okay. So, with that, let's uh, get to um, where we um, started off yesterday. Um, we started, I believe, at the bottom of the, towards the bottom of the page on Ayin Daladam and Beis. Rav Shisha Bered Rav Idi is asking a question here. He said, how can you possibly say that this Pasuk is actually referring to Truma? Problem is, is because in the Bryce it says, um, when it says Daber of Bnei Yisrael, um, so the brings down that that maybe is only referring to Bnei Yisrael. How do you know about Giores uh, or Shivcha Mushukhares? And therefore, it says Isha to be, to broaden by everything. Now, if you're going to say that we're talking about Truma, so there's no such thing as the potentiality of a Giores or a Shivcha Mushukhares eating Truma. They're not capable of it because. Um, a Gyores, a Kohen, is not allowed to marry, and a Kohen is not allowed to marry a Shivcha Mishachrarus. How are they ever going to be allowed to eat Truma? So, Rabbi says, how can you possibly say that it's not talking about uh, Truma in the Parsha? Doesn't the Pasuk say, uh, which tells you even Truma? So, the way it works is, is that the Pasuk is referring to many different types of Kachim, and it's referring to many different types of people, and each of those you know, as it applies, each of those people are going to apply to the various kachim that applies to, that it's relevant to. But it can also be referring to truma as well. Okay. Now, we quoted that there's three psukim written by truma. Why do you need three psukim by truma? Okay, three psukim telling you when you're allowed to eat truma. The answer is, is that if it was just one of them, you would, it would be, I mean, basically you need all three to get exactly when by truma it's going to be permitted. Okay, in other words, if it would just say the Pasuk of Arashar Yitar, don't eat Truma until he's purified, I wouldn't know what's the purification process, with which means of purification. So therefore I have to write Obashem Shvetoher um, to tell you that sunset is the one that we're talking about. Okay, and if it would just say that one, so I might think that if he's not bringing a Korban, but if he has to bring a Korban, then the sunset won't allow it. That's why we needed to bring the third Pasuk to tell you Ad Melosi so the Gemara says, well, Melosi Meitara, um, why not just say that Pasuk? Because if it would just say that Pasuk, I would say that you don't even need to go to the Mikvah. Just wait till the end of the term, and then you're good to go. So you, obviously, so therefore, I'd say Adashir Yitar. You need some purification, i.e., going to the Mikvah. And you need to wait, but that's not alone. enough alone. You have to wait till sunset afterwards. But even if there's a Karban, you don't need to wait till the Karban. You're already allowed to eat Shuma from then. Now, we mentioned the opinion of the school of Rabbi Shmuel, who says that the Pasuk is talking about a Zav and a Mitzorah that are non-Korban types, because uh, there's a minor Zav that only, only had a, a siding of a Ziva flow twice, or a Mitzorah that was questionable uh, Tzaras, He's just in a quarantine. Um, if they're after the, that, that, the, the initial term, there's no need for a Korban. 
but their opposing opinion, that was a school of Rabbi Shmuel's understanding, because it's compared to Thomas Mace, which does not have a carbon attached to it. According to the opposing opinion, it's talking about a Zod Bal Gimel Riyavs and a Mitzorah that's Mukhlat. They're all carbon, so that's what the Pasuk is referring to. So when it says Adashir Yitar, it means the Kapara. So why is there, and it's talking about Kachim. So why do you need two Psukim telling us that Kachim um, uh, require um, the Kapara of, of the carbon? Versus you need because if it would just say one the pasuk of Yoledes, that's because Yoledes is maybe unique. There's a it's a very long period of time of Tuma, so maybe therefore it's stricter. Um, but the Zav, which is um, shorter period of time, maybe you'll say that that that, uh, that 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 you could that you don't need to wait for the kapara. And if the pasuk would just say Zav, I would say you know and Zav has zero exceptions attached to Ziva. Uh, but the Yoledes, there is an exception. During this period of time, the interim period, she's tummy and, and also permitted to her husband for the first week for a boy, first 14 days for a girl. And then she's permitted for a boy for 33 following days, permitted to her husband, even if she sees blood. And uh, for a girl, it's 66 days of permission to her husband. And, um, and that's... Uh, that, that's even uh, again. Point being is is that there, we're showing exceptions in the case of Oladis. Things that normally would be not allowed are being allowed. So therefore, maybe where we make an exception, it's a, a more lenient halacha. You don't need to wait for the kapara, um, as opposed to ziva, which has no uh, exceptions. When a woman's in a bodily flow, we don't make any allowances. So that's the that's the story. That's why we need both psukim. Okay. So, um, brings us to the next thing. Um, it says, "Bamayim Yuva v'tamei ad ha'arif." So, what's that? What's that pasuk teaching us? So, Reb says it's not talking about eating at all; it's talking about touching. And, um, and that uh, when it says "tamei," you might think it's for everything. That's what it says. That is v'tar. It says tar, maybe it's tar for everything, so it's, it's called tame. How can it be tar and tame? The answer is it depends for what? For Meiser, he's tar, but for Truma, he's tame. How do you know which thing is more lenient? So the Gemara says since the eating of Truma is stricter than the eating of Meiser, so too the touching of Truma is stricter than the touching of Meiser. That's one answer. Answer number two is, is that the touching of Truma is another source. It says, which is the Isser. The love, the, the the prohibition, the statement of negative prohibition, which is required for any punishment for eating uh, truma when you're tummy. Now, how do you know? Maybe it's referring to touching. So the Gemara says, since it says bechol kodesh got next to savo, we're comparing them to each other. Just like entering the migdash when you're tummy has a power, has a death penalty attached to it. It's not death by the hand of. By, by the hand of God, it's not by, uh, art, it's not by the hand of man, but nevertheless, there's Nintil's Neshama attached to it. So, too, um, Kodesh, it's that level, and, uh, that, and touching never, if you touch Truma when you're tummy, that never has a, 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 a death penalty attached to it. Um, so, therefore, obviously, we're talking about eating. If we're talking about eating, why do we say it in a Lushan of touching? They teach us another halacha, that touching and eating, it's the same criteria. In other words, if I'm not allowed to eat it, I'm not allowed to touch it. So just like, so therefore, when I'm, I was tummy, I went to the mikvah, 
So I'm not yet allowed to eat the, the truma until after nightfall. So I'm also not allowed to touch the truma until after nightfall. That's the alternate drasha, and that's the story with that. Took us to the next topic, which is the, the laws of Pzuadaka, uh, crushed uh, testicles, okay, and various type of injuries. So we mentioned in our Mishnah that uh, even if the, there was an accident and the, the husband became a Pzuadaka, and if she had not yet had relations with the wife, and he's a Kohen, she can continue to eat Truma um, until they have relations. So why isn't this? Like she's waiting for a biapsula. She's after all still married to him. So why isn't that a concern? I mean, are we saying Mishtamir's the biapsula is really allowed, uh, is still allowed to eat? So Rabbi Lazar says, You're right, we're taking sides. We're going like the opposing opinion, like Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Shimon. Um, that is uh, Rabbi Lazar's understanding. And Rabbi Yochanan says, No, you could be going with the opinion of Rameir who says, in generally, Mishtamir's the biapsula is not going to. Um, um, is not going to be acceptable. But here it's different because here she was already eating. She's not just awaiting a biapsula. She was eating because originally it was a marriage to a husband who uh, was a Kohen, and she's already, conti- so she'll, she, all she's doing is continuing to eat. Now, Rabbi Lazar didn't like that answer because he says, but we never take into account that, you know, continuing to eat. Because uh, Abbas Yisrael marries a Kohen, and then he, he dies. Um, you want her to continue to eat because she was already eating? We don't take that. Obviously, it's not true. So Rabbi Yochanan says that's very different. Over there, the Kenyan's gone. Over here, the Ptuadaka's Kenyan is still strong. Uh, he's messed up. So uh, there, the, the, there is something to the fact that she was already conti- uh, eating, that she will continue to eat. Okay, then we define Ptuadaka. What does it mean? So, um, either it means that the, the testicles were um, um, damaged, um, even one of them, or a hole in, in the testicles, even, or it, um, it got, uh, I don't know how to explain it, melted, um, even, or it's missing. Uh, that Rabbi Shmuel, the son of Rabbi Yechemruka, says, I heard from the Chomim Kerbiavdeh that if there's only one testicle that you see, that's uh, from matter of heaven, and that's not taken to to mean that this is not a, um, something that you know she he's not doesn't qualify as a tzuataka. Um It's not really a srischama, but uh, she is the halakhically srischama is somebody who was born naturally with the inability to impregnate a woman. He is still allowed to marry. This or is only when there is this accident that happens. Now, we mentioned that somebody who has, uh, oh, there was a hole um, in the testicle, it was punctured, so he's not capable of giving birth. Um, but there was a story about a man who was climbing a tree, and he, and, uh, the, the, he got, you know, stabbed by the branch, and it, and it, uh, and it poked through his testicle. Um, and, you know, something came out. And uh, he still had children after that. So you see, he's still capable of having children. So uh, Shmuel told Rav, uh, yeah, those aren't his kids. <laughs> Sorry. But uh, that's not, not from his... They, yes, she gave, did give birth afterwards. But not from him. It's a big difference. Okay. Um, uh, that's the story. Not a pretty one. Okay. So next, Rav Yudha said the name of Shmuel, that a uh, daka that's natural, that occurred through natural means, not through um, 
uh, human uh, caused, um, but uh, so uh, illness or something like that. So then it doesn't. She that's not a p'tuadaka. That's pro, that's not allowed to her to uh, to marry, um, and that's why it says p'tuadaka instead of hapetua, implying that um, that there was an action that you know it was caused by uh, by people. Uh, Bryson brings down. Look, it says loyavu p'tuadaka right next to loyavu mamzer. Obviously, to create a mamzer took um, human intervention. And the same situations for the two, it took a human intervention, it's Bidei Adam. Um, next we saw, Rava says that uh, when we say Pitsua, it means in all parts of the male member, okay? Um, when we talk about crushed, it's um, all parts, and we talk about cut, it's all parts. Meaning the Gid, which is one area, which is the male member itself, the, the testicles, or the tubes, of 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 the testicles. That's th- true for all three types of injuries. Okay. Um, next, we saw is one of the rabbis said to Rava, "How do you know that p'tua daka is even in that area of the body? Maybe it's, it's in the head. It just talks about the, the the injury. It doesn't talk about where the injury is located. It never mentioned that. So how do you figure that out?" You know, where is it indicated in the text? Obviously, we have a tradition that's what it's referring to, but he wants to know, is there any indication? So the answer is, look, it doesn't mention, there's like a hint to that. The fact that it doesn't mention anywhere um, um, uh, any future generations being permitted or prohibited, it just mentions that we never said dor asiri, dor anything. So it must be, that's because he can't have any doras, can't have any kids. So obviously it's in that location the injury causes that he cannot have kids. Um, so the Gemara says, how do you know? Maybe he's, maybe this is the type of, uh, type of circumstance that doesn't cause the Toma to that, to the, to that, that far down. So the Gemara says, um, uh, just like, uh, just like Khrushchevka is definitely that area, so too this is that area. So the Gemara says, but uh, Khrushchevka who says it's that area, maybe it's his lips. So the Gemara says that can't be has to be shafcha, um, pouring. Um, um, so the Gemara says, what about the nose? So the Gemara says, um, it, no, that's not the same thing, because Chris shafcha, it, it, by cutting, it causes it to pour out. Uh, not the, like a nose that drips without pouring, without cutting. So, um, um, so, the, so this is... Um, so anyway, that's how we narrowed it down to that particular body part. Okay. Um, also, the Bryson brings a different answer. It says Leova Ptuataka, and it says Leova Mamzer. Obviously, Mamzer is caused by procreating in the prohibited way. So uh, the same thing, it's action, if that's where the location is. Now, we talked about a hole in the, from the crown. Um, if, if, but it was on a diagonal, so... It, it, it's opposite an area where it's uh, above the crown, but because it went on a diagonal, so Rabbi thought it's kosher, and Rabbi says, Rabbi Shulman Levi says, with a, that you need the full atara to be uh, intact uh, to be kosher. Um, next we saw that if it's um, 
So Ravina was asking the question, what if the, you know, we said that needs kichuta saira, so it needs to be kula or ruba, most of the way around or, or, or all the way around? So Rava Tosva says to Ravina, um, rove, and uh, towards the head. Um, and uh, Ravuna says, it's, if it's shaped like a, like, a, like a quill, which is on a diagonal, that's how the cut is, so then that's kosher. But if it's like a half pipe, so then that's uh, puzzle, um, and that's because there's more exposure to the air in the half-pipe cut. Um, and uh, Rav Chista says, no, if it's a half-pipe, it's kosher, and if it's the quill style cut, then it's puzzle. Why? Because what, that one is, um, the, the, it, 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 it enters deeper into the body of the woman, and therefore it's cop- proper, it will... Um, um, I don't know how to say it, 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 will, it, will, it will be able to impregnate the woman. That's the difference. So it makes more, the Gemara, Rav says, I like Rav Huna's pshat, first pshat before, but better than the second, than Rav Chizda, um, because the logic of Gritasa, which is that they, you know, when impregnating the woman, it's, it's more, it's in, in the body better. It's like, look, that's not a, that doesn't seem to be an issue to me. It's like any bar, um, the spigot that sticks into the barrel. It's not a, uh, it's not a problem either direction. It still works. So Ravina uh, said to Marimar that Marzutra uh, said the name of Rav Papa. The bottom line is halacha is either either cut kolma shape or marzuv shape is kosher. Um, the shaila is um, is that lematamesa below the the crown or above the crown. So it has to be definitely above the crown because if it was below the crown, so then even uh, even a cut is is problematic. So obviously, completely cut is going to be definitely prohibited. And Ravina was obviously just, was just there to test Maremar on that. Okay, there was a story in Masamachsaya, and uh, Marbaravashi cut it to be the shape of a kumis to make it more to make it kosher because it's better than than a certain direction. Okay. And there was a story about Pumbadisa where the ability for Shekhvazera was blocked and it went into the uh, other cha- channel for where you urinate. So Rabbi thought that would be kosher. Rabbi said, no, it doesn't work unless it's in the right, going out the right way. And that was, um, that's not correct. Um, and that is where we left off yesterday. And we'll take it from here.